I'm Imogen Ainsworth, a partner in the Financial Institutions Group in Clifford Chance London office. I'm joined today by Cheng Li Yao and Hilary Evenet, also partners in the team, to talk about their reflections having recently attended the Westminster and City Conference on Bond Communities. Now, this was the, the 20th conference held of its kind, so I'm interested to understand, Hilary, was it well attended this time around? Um, yes, it was hugely well attended. It's a conference which, this was, as you say, the 20th um, conference they've held, and it really has become the forum where everybody who's involved in the pension risk transfer market gets together. Um, so this year, um, again, it was a sellout. There was representation from pension schemes, benefits advisors, annuity writers themselves, actuaries, reinsurers, asset managers, lots mm. of lawyers. Um, but it really is a forum where everyone who's interested in this sector uh, gets together. And just thanks, Hilary. And just to add to that as well, I think not only was there a lot of representation from market participants in the UK, we saw mm. quite a lot of participation from the US as well, which was interesting. Um, and it did feel like quite a great, nice little community that's developed mm. where um, people across the sectors, as, as Hilary was mentioning, that all, are all interested in health annuities. That's interesting to hear. There's such a broad range of representation and attendance. Um, it'd be good to get your thoughts, Hilary, on why you think there is such a lot of interest in the sector at the moment. Yes, and speaking as someone who's attended the conference over quite a long period of years, things have changed um, quite a lot. When it started, I think the big issue for pension schemes and annuity writers was that you know, longevity rates were increasing very fast. There were real concerns about whether there was capacity to, to transfer the longevity risk. I think that you know, it's a market which is coming towards maturity. And what we saw last week was um, a very buoyant atmosphere. There were a lot of um, schemes, a lot of pension schemes. Their financial position has increased hugely as a result, improved hugely as a result of um, interest rate rises. And so now there are a lot of schemes which have um, had buyouts maybe targeted as an eventual aim, but now due to the improvement in their financial position, they're able to look at doing those much sooner than they had anticipated. So, you know, hence quite a lot of the sort of feeling that there's going to be a, a, an increased amount or a continued amount of activity. And um, schemes like the big RSA scheme, which did a transaction with PIC in February, there's an expectation that there's going to be a lot more jumbo transactions like that. Oh, it's great to hear that the market outlook is looking so positive. Uh, Chimley, do you have any um, takeaways or further thoughts? Yeah, I guess maybe the other reason why there's quite a lot of interest in the sector could be because of the regulatory focus mm. um, on it as well. So there's been exponential growth, um, which is great and interesting to see and a lot of development and new types of products um, that have developed to reflect that and to meet the demand, um, which has meant an increased focus from the regulator, both in the UK that we have seen from the PRA um, and their, their focus, and it's one of the regulatory focuses for them for 2023, looking more at funded reinsurance and also how insurers are investing in illiquid assets. And also further afield, the BMA having their consultation 
um, on capital requirements for Bermudan reinsurers. So I think all that regulatory focus has also led to an increased interest in, in that sector. Yeah, and um, you mentioned that that regulatory focus, of course. Um, I know the PRA generally attend this event. So were the points that you just mentioned um, specifics that they, they pulled out at the conference, Hillary? Um, yes, Charlotte Gherkin, the Director of Insurance Supervision, spoke, um, as she had done, I think, last year as well. And I think it's fair to say that there was a very buoyant atmosphere in the room, but it fell to her to sound something of a, of a note of caution. Um, she flagged that, as Cheng Li said, this is, this is an area which is quite high up the PRA's um, list of priorities. And she flagged that what they were seeing as a result of, of some of the things that we've mentioned, the increase in, in transactions, is leading, they think, to insurers taking on, stretching their, their risk acceptance boundaries a bit. She flagged, for instance, the increased interest that there is in insuring deferred annuitants and flagged that that yeah, inherently is more difficult to price, so there's much less certainty around that. So that is perhaps an additional risk. And also the fact that what I said about schemes wanting to transact quite quickly and being in a position to do so now, one of the things that that's brought with it is um, an interest in schemes in getting insurers to accept from them illiquid assets mm -hmm. as part of the premium rather than being in a position just to pay cash and waiting to realise assets and then pay cash premiums. So that's led in turn to some quite complex um, structures in terms of deferred premium and so on. And again, the PRA are concerned really to make sure that insurers understand um, the, the additional risks that they're taking on and do it consciously. And she, she referred back to the um, PRA's thematic review, which is being carried out to assess the risk management processes in um, bulk annuity writers. And it was clear from that, from what she said, that insurers do need to be able to demonstrate to the PRA that they've got robust internal processes to ensure that they fully understand the risks that they're taking on. She also talked um, a bit about her speech on the same subject last year, last September, where she flagged that the PRA was looking at, in particular, at funded reinsurance structures um, you know, being conscious of the of the support that's being offered to UK annuity writers by the reinsurance market, both here in Bermuda and in the US. And it's obvious that they have been engaging with market participants since then, and they continue to do so, looking at, in particular, there was a big focus on the contractual arrangements that they're entering into and where that might include, where that might identify areas of, of additional risk they're looking at things like recapture events um, and the level of uncertainty that there may be around the circumstances in which risks have to be recaptured. They're looking at things like wrong way risk around collateral, um, the risk that if the, um, the quality of the collateral portfolio may deteriorate if the financial condition of the reinsurer declines. They're looking at issues around collateral management and making sure that the risks of um, valuation, credit rating, and so on that are adequately mitigated. And then you know, looking at management actions and the level of uncertainty that there may be around what uh, an insurer would do if it did have to recapture and the costs of 
putting alternative arrangements in place. So all of those are things that they are you know, concerned to, to make sure, again, really, that, that insurers understand what they are taking on. And stressing that, because you know, what they're taking on is the responsibility for paying pension mm-hmm. payments, which goes you know, potentially many decades into the future, particularly with deferred annuitants. So insurers and their boards need to be able to demonstrate that the risks can be managed over the whole term of the contract. She also then went on to talk about the um, new proposals or the proposals for what will become Solvency UK and confirmed, which I think was the first time we've seen um, confirmed that the PRA have really accepted the, the government proposals that were being consulted on and we're now moving really towards the implementation stage. And there's a raft of new supervisory measures which will come in as a result. So there are some which are going to be you know, attractive to um, participants in this market because there's going to be changes to the risk margin calculation. There's going to be changes to the um, eligibility criteria for assets which are going to be put into matching adjustment portfolio. So there's some you know, distinct pluses for the for the industry, but there's also going to be a focus on um, increased and regular stress testing with results being published on an insurer-by-insurer basis and a focus on requiring senior managers to testify that the the sufficiency of the fundamental spread they're applying to assets will accurately reflect the position. They're really focusing on, on... trying to make sure senior management have paused the thought um, and are going to sort of put their name to an appropriate. I think we're going to see, what we are going to see, she said, in, in June is a, is a, the first tranche of consultation papers um, and there will be another tranche in September. So I think it's going to be a busy, a busy summer for insurers and their advisors um, going through those to, to see the detail. Yeah, so it sounds not a, a complete surprise what, what she set out, but really building on and reinforcing the areas of focus that have been previously set out, as you say, in previous speeches. But certainly good to get as much insight as possible on, you know, in particular Solvency 2 and the regulators' expectations for insurers, senior managers. And I'm sure everyone will be waiting with bated breath for the thousands of pages of consultation paper to, to read. Um Cheng Li, was there, was there anything else that, that you thought worth touching on or wrapping up with? Yes, well, we're all waiting for the consultation papers to come out and we're looking to hold an event to look in more detail at some of the issues we've been discussing today, especially the legal aspects of those issues. And also just a final note to say that Hilary, Imogen and I are of course available to discuss anything we've covered today in more detail. So please do reach out to us if you've got any queries. And as we're waiting patiently for the PRA consultations to come out, do also have a look at the material that we have on our global insurance blog. That's on cliffordchance.com. I think there's a link below. So it includes a great summary of the conference including the update from the PRA that Charlotte Gherkin um, gave and that Hillary's written. And you'll also find regular articles from our team on a variety of insurance hot topics. So thank you very much. 